Hey guys, Mike here. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We really appreciate our fans, and that is why I wanted to give you a heads up. This episode does have very intense themes involving death and family, and I want to make sure that you have the emotional headspace you need to be able to listen to this episode. If you do listen to the show in a public setting, or if you have issues with these themes, please listen with caution. While I recommend the episode and it's going to be great, make sure you're in the proper place to listen to it. Thank you so much for listening to Super Dice Boys. We greatly appreciate you guys. Thank you again for being a fan, and I hope you enjoy the show. Now, without further ado, it's time for Super Dice Boys. Yep, no, this really is the last podcast you haven't listened to. This is Super Dice Boys. Rain, you're hugging me too tight. Oh, I did it again, didn't I? I can't see my own forehead. Real talk, though, any gold items on this person? Roll some initiative, boys. Last time on Super Dice Boys. Sable reaches his hand out and he calls out. Two more souls for you, my lord. And out of uh, what must have been a covered set of runes on the floor slowly rises a ominous-looking fiend-like creature wearing a shroud of chains. I'm just going to look at Sable and look at this thing and look at Sable and go, Fuck you. This man has a broken bottle and surprisingly quickly he grabs Rin by the collar and has that glass up against him. Cedric, I fucked up. <laughs> Help. And you look behind you and there are two imps flying there. No, I'm just going to whip around and try and cut the fucking imp in half. Yeah, you thoroughly annihilated those two imps. They were not prepared for the likes of you. It's broken bad. Everything's broken bad. A demon. Chain demon. Demon. Uh, big motherfucker here. Well, he's regular sized, I suppose. Just buff and covered in chains. Cedric and Seraph, you're both having chains getting shot out at you with hooks on them. Can I see some guys coughing on the ground? Yes, you you can see Sable himself coughing on the ground, his little buddy. Makara's going to wild shape into a giant hyena with a bonus action. Bodyguard boy that was with Sable. Its head rotates 180 degrees and sees you, and it just rotates back. What the fuck is that? Makara, right as you get in there, uh, you see that Sable has finally coughed all this crap out of him. He grabs his henchman just by the collar, and he opens up a spectral door, and they're both gone. I'm going down to the basement. You move this banister back, which uh, falls along with the entire hole, and a book falls out. It's got three locks on it. It's got gold trim, and it just kind of hurts your head to look at even the cover of it. What's magic about this here book? So you finish identifying the book, and it's magic, but it's magic in the sense that if you don't unlock this with the proper keys and the proper order, it will literally dissolve you. How's my boil looking? Wake up, and you look in the mirror, and it has spread below your eyes. Do you see this? Cara, make a uh, make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> oh, it smells so bad. It does. I know. Oh, oh, Seraph. You just reach up and touch please, it. Just please. Yeah, I'll touch. Oh. <laughs> feels like you're touching a pile of loose, <sighs> like fucking skinless grapes and meat oh, sauce. Oh my god. Oh, stupid. I'm gonna cast the spell from the necklace. The yep. restoration. It's super fast too. The necklace flashes, and then suddenly it feels like you're just touching regular face. Yeah, I will just pick up Makara and hug her and be like, you beautiful bitch, thank you so much. You guys uh, find a find a barge, a ferry, they're all over out here. People are always coming and going. Since you're just a small group of people walking, you just hop on one with like a with a traveling cart. We head south and then we exit the western border further south, so we're closer to Opal. We go 
straight west, it would take us home. We would pass by rest. So we find our group on a boat with Austin's oddities as they travel from the capital city of Alicor to the shore of the lake that it's in the middle of. What are you guys going to do? Hey, Cedric, I need to talk to you. Uh, okay. I don't want this necklace anymore. It's too much responsibility. Okay. I was just going to ask you for it. (laughs) Cedric, I'm sorry about how I acted earlier. It was uncalled for. I was very rude to you. I'm sorry as well. I should have consulted you. I had convinced myself that you were going to say no before even asking, which was wrong of me. I'm not sure what I would have said. I don't think like I did then. It does change you a little bit. Well, it's safe now. Did you ever imagine that we would be here? On a boat? No, like doing all of this stuff. You know, the four of us have been together for so long. We grew up together. Yeah, this is... (laughs) This is what I imagine myself doing every day. It's just a lot. It's just a... Never thought about going on an adventure before. It is a lot. There are aspects to it that I had never even thought about. Especially all the danger. I mean... I had always thought that fighting was going to be a part of it, but you don't realize that you can actually die when you're a kid. What are you going to do when we're done? I don't know. I'm really worried about home. We should make a trip there. I agree. Let's go see what the others are up to. Sure. Rin, Seraph, what are you guys doing? Um, I'm walking over to Austin's Audis. Rin, coming? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm right there with him, yeah. Yeah, so you guys pop over there, and the same guards are there. You give uh, the smallest dwarf, Eric, a high five. Hell yeah. And uh, Austin's just uh, still sitting in the back of the cart. She's got her dog with her. Looks up. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, uh, hello. Um, Anything new? Long time no see. Yeah, you guys didn't die in twos. That's good. We didn't not. I'm glad to see that you didn't die as well, I suppose. Where were you headed anyway? We never really asked last time, I don't think. I was headed south. Then I came east. Now I'm going south. All right. Directions, man. Ain't it a thing. Ain't it a bitch. <laughs> I think we'd walk up. I don't remember this fella from before. And I'm like looking at the dog, like reaching out to pet it. I don't know what that's going to do, but. He was there before. Okay. And uh, as all dogs are, this one is full of love and ready to be pet. I do so. It's I, good. I pet the doggo so good. Um. So what do you have for sale, Austin? Anything good? New? New? Good? It's all odd. Perfect. I'm Got a little more coin than last time, so... All right, that's good. Uh, the uh, Turns out I wasn't charging anywhere near enough when I first set out. I was hoping you didn't figure that out, but... Oh, but here, here we are. are. Here we are. Yes, here we are. So, yeah, cool things. What do you want? What are you looking for? Is there something you're trying to do? I've never thought. I didn't know this would happen. Um, what, what's, what do you have? I mean, I'm open to anything. Can we get there before she explains what she has? So she doesn't have to do it again. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think Cedric and I walk up. Just like, but you should have seen his face when when I put it on, though. I wouldn't let him live that down. Speaking of which, while the topic's on, has it been a dawn since since that happened? Like, since one had happened? Since I cured Seraph's uh, since I cured Seraph's boil, has it been a dawn? No. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> I will continue to be unhealthy. <laughs> just one more day, and then I just lose it. I'm going to steal it in your sleep and throw it in the water. <laughs> you take the bead off and throw it. Yeah. It, it becomes non-magical if you do that. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Oh, that that's extra rude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these are really valuable. We could sell the gems and make our own. We could split them and make our own magic items out of them. 
Just ruining it. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then if we put the if we put that in the portable hole and the portable hole in the bag of holding, we'll have so much extra space to carry things. <laughs> Boys, Austin. Oh hi, Makara, Rin. You guys have similar names. Uh, Seraph and Seraph. No, Cedric and Dedric. Neeson and Doog. Man, Those aren't. You were so close. You've said both of my names. That's close enough. Seraph Bartel. Thank C- you, Cedric. I only make that joke whenever anyone messes up your guys' names with each other. Oh, I did it bad. (laughs) I did it embarrassingly, like, like embarrassingly confidently in, like, episode six or something. I was like, Cedric! (laughs) (laughs) That's me. You guys were like, that's you. And I was like, what? (laughs) Impossible. What do you guys want? Cool things. I have a pair of earrings that are actually bees. Do you just have a couple bees then? No. Well, yes, but no. It's kind of like when you want a banana later, but you have a frozen banana now. Stuff can be two things. You have frozen bees? No, no. That Examples. So what do they do? They just are earrings that are sometimes bees. I'll pass, thanks. Yeah, that sounds awful. Bees are nice. I might be interested in that. Can I see them? Yeah, for sure. Slides them over. It's like on a little leather card with the like earring backs poking through the leather. Are they just wriggling? No, it's just uh, metallic bees. Hey, look at these. Uh, sometimes they're bees. Yeah, they're not disgusting at all like I thought they'd be. Yeah, kind of cute. They kind of always look like bees. Things look like bees sometimes. Mostly bees. Have you any idea what they do? Sometimes they become bees. Yeah, but like... They go out, pollinate. I just don't know that I have a use for that. That is odd. <laughs> exactly. Now you're getting it, Seraph. No, Cedric. No, Doog. Nibo. Neeson. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was in the market for something along the lines of, say, an item that I could wear that would help protect me, but not weigh me down like armor would do. And I also had the thought that, well, if you had any sort of magical spell books or scrolls that I might be able to copy down into my own spell book and then cast them for myself later. I'm always on the lookout for a little magical learning, know what I mean? Hmm. Let me see. I've got a book that teaches you how to exercise. I think I like the cut of the jib of that book. <laughs> exercise? Hmm. Like, well, I could, I suppose I could do with a little bit of fitness and I'll like, can I take a look at it? Like, can I grab that? And yeah, look? yeah. Hands it over. Yeah. Like demons and what? Like, what? Like exercise. Like what? Oh, no, exercise, as in, you know, you you pump the iron. Oh, Ren, I could show you how to exercise. Yeah, Ren, yeah, we could show you how to exercise. Okay, but this is a book that seems to be, I would assume, magical. I suppose you don't really check for that, huh? No, I just have neat things. Ren, why are you over there assuming? Who's it written by? Who is it written by? (laughs) Uh, Dybo. (laughs) <laughs> it is written by Billius the blank <laughs> Makara's gonna cast detect magic Okay I mean yeah it's magic all the, all the stuff she's handing over is at least a little magic I'm not gonna tell Rin though Hell yeah <laughs> I have this top that doesn't stop spinning Makes me wonder if I'm in a dream I've seen that play disappointment it's all i crave and then the foghorn from the boat sounds that's a good that's a good play play yeah it's the one from the play play yeah you probably haven't seen it 
when did you get a chance to see all these plays? I've never seen a play. <laughs> I just, I don't know. My mom always took me to them. There's a there's a theater not far outside rest. Me and, me and father went to plays frequently. <sighs> the bourgeoisie, am I right? Yes, we were poor Cedric at Sachs. <laughs> hey, culture is important. <laughs> I'm told. What else do you have, Austin? Uh, goggles, gloves, this patchwork shirt. Oh, what do the goggles do? Um, whenever I put them on, I can see in the dark. Can I take a look at those? Sure. Yeah, I want to check them out. Yeah. <laughs> was the hang on? Was the exercise book magic or just like a regular exercise book? Oh, it was magic. Makara <laughs> identified it as magic, but hasn't told us yet. Oh, I right. have assumed that it's magic. And I'm very interested. I just didn't in want it. us to forget about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> How much for the goggles? Oh, let's see. Let's see. Starts rifling through. Market going right. Six hundred gold. I'll take them. All right. I will take the goggles and I will toss them to Cedric, and I'll say, <laughs> "That's for the door you had to pay for." All right. We're even now. Sure, but but that's not even. Consider it even. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know if you owe me more or I owe you more. I think it was three hundred. Oh, that's fine. We're even. And with the, the gloves, you said. What are those? Oh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, there they are. There they are. They just look like wet clumps of meat. They have, like, bones on the outside. Um, what do these do? I don't know. I'm afraid to touch them myself. That's why I moved them with tongs. Okay. Um, those look Here, handy. and I'll stick my dagger out so she can, like, put them on the dagger. <laughs> yeah. And I'll hold them in the middle of the two magic users and be like, can someone do this, please? Yeah, it's magic, right? Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm taking specific interest in that because it's not made of metal. Yeet. And I can't wear metal. Mm-hmm. What What do these do? Makara, do you know? Rin, stop reading the book. What, what do these do? Oh, you have yeah. to pay for that. You're right. I should pay for the book by now. I'm like a third <laughs> of the way through here. How much does that cost? I put on the goggles. <laughs> like, probably look really stupid. Do I look cool? <laughs> I say yes without even turning around. I quite like them. Everything's green. <laughs> oh, I get shades of gray usually when I do it. See in the dark, that is. Okay, that book. Yeah, let's see. That book is <laughs> 20,000 gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> who, um, the f- who the fuck wrote that? <laughs> well, as you can see, the prestigious author's name is. Those infernal names. Every time. Yeah, I'll just snap that shut and, like, hand it back over. <laughs> There's not even pictures. Sure there are. Pulls up a picture. It's just a big, healthy dick. <laughs> oh. Mm-mm. Hadn't gotten to that chapter. That was a different... Didn't know that was in there. Kind of exercise. You can put that down. Cock, Ooh, I like cock that. push-ups. You only need to do one. <laughs> now, 20,000 seems a mite steep for exercise book, regardless of its magical properties. Uh, Rin, Cedric, and I will teach you how to do push-ups. It's fine. I have an item that it has become less useful than I had hoped. Oh, yes, we can do trades. Are you in a buying mood? or? Oh, I'm always in a trading mood, or maybe just a buying. Okay, okay. Well, I have this fan. I think I got it from you. Oh, yes, I remember that fan. It was a good fan. Woefully undersold. But now you know the true value. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, do you think I could get something? What do you consider a fair trade? Well, let's see. You didn't use that fan. That fan is very useful. You said you were looking for something not made of metal? Yeah, the fan's in like new condition. Oh, yeah. It looks like you haven't even used it once. I don't think I have. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just slides it onto the counter and starts rummaging through a bag. 
how about this? And she starts pulling out of just a random box what looks like wooden chainmail. Huh. And it just sinks onto the uh, counter and just it's very good sounding. It's like wind chimes. Oh, I'm imagining like one of those beaded seat cushions that people sit on, except <laughs> it's just like a I don't know, like a pullover. It's like I was imagining like Boy Scout carved wood chains. Oh, you know cool. what I mean? But just a lot of them. That looks kind of cool. It does look okay. very cool. Yeah, so it's a it's a chain shirt, but all of the individual chains are made out of a reinforced oak. They call it like steel mat steel wood magic. I don't know. It's got it's got a nice lapel, as you'll see. It's a bright green leafy. If you're willing to trade, I'll take it. I take the trade and give that to you for say six hundred gold. Uh yeah, if I have enough. Okay. I just start pulling them out. Like, <laughs> oh, like you don't keep track? Yeah. <laughs> I like tilt my head at it. I'm like, it looks uh, flammable. How do you feel about these types of things? And I'm going to pull out uh, in my treasured section here. It says that I have a diamond worth a thousand gold and a ring, which I have written next to it, a praise. And I seem to have never done that. I don't know where that ring may or may not have come from. Or it came if it... from the same place we got the gold. It was in the gems in the cauldron that we got cool then i should like to see how much he would pay me for these things uh that ring ended up being the seath ring didn't it no this no was there was a, a separate ring that was yeah. in the uh, hoard of treasure in that cauldron okay that uh has yet to be appraised yeah well i don't just buy regular things is that odd is it magic I don't know that we ever tried Rin's to even figure magic. that out. Um, oh, that ring is not magic. Yeah, you guys had no. your stinky wizard eyes on. So. Mm. Rin, that's just a regular ring. You know what? That's a fair point. I did uh, sort of forget the name of the store while I was trying to trade these. Can I'm I? just enamored with that book. Can I look at that ring? Sure. Does it fit me, Mike? Yeah, why not? I'll be like, oh, nice. And then I'm just going to walk off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll change the subject. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to change the subject to like help. Seraph, just like get away with not giving it back. <laughs> Actually, do you? I know you sell oddities, but do you ever come across the like less oddities? Uh, I mean, you got a bouncy ball that only bounces once, see, and it just doesn't bounce. Would you consider that a bounce? Not anymore. <laughs> I so was... it doesn't. It doesn't like bounce really high and then go up and then just hit the ground. No, no, it. Uh... It bounced once in its life, and yeah, now it's done. Ago. <laughs> long ago. I see what it's you mean. It's a not bouncy ball. Anyway, it, um, it's a ball you should have seen that first bounce, though. It had no bounce. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually also looking for a ring, um, actually a pair. Just like some, I need like some basic platinum rings. I guess, I guess like wedding rings would do. Someone want to take these gloves off my dagger or something? Oh, yes, yes. Just tongs them. <laughs> I don't have anything like that, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I've I've got a ring that turns your finger into a different skin color. No. I've got a ring that makes it's, you farts every 20 minutes. It's for a spell. So it needs to specifically be like not that. Oh, okay. Well, then I won't even mention the ring that when you shake someone's hand, it uh, shocks them. Unless it's made of platinum. It is not. How hard is that shock? Oh, not hard at all. Oh, never mind then. It's more of a prank. How much is a platinum worth again? Ten gold. Ten gold. Okay. I um I have some things that I think I should I uh, I think you'll be interested in after all. And I'll uh, I'll point to my boots and then like kind of pull at my cloak and be like, you remember this cloak? I'm sure I bought it from you once. Oh yes. And since then I have found these. 
and it's the boots of springing striding and the cloak of the manta ray and i'm trying to see how much austin would give me for those items in a response to your question rin i would give you 800 gold for those mm-hmm. leaving you with a uh, balance of 19,200 gold to buy that book yeah that's uh not going to really cut it for... would you like to pay for that with a debit or credit card today you know what how do you feel about um we're just kicking wagon wheels <laughs> it's just a quote how do you feel about Alaresian money these days you can't spend it probably not, might not you guys that. just fought me on it yeah. I've been to Alarai a time or two the thing is you were trying to get change on it if he gives her the entire banknote, but it's still not I would, enough I still need two of them I don't know that anyone's going to do that for me he's, he's like, trying you can to... have a book that we all want <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably not yeah, that everyone would want, and I think only one person can use. Yeah. What is up with those gloves, though, guys? Oh, yes. Uh, that's actually a thing I meant to do. I meant to take out my pearl and cast Identify on that as a ritual, and I just didn't because I forgot. Okay. Yeah, the the gloves, are they're kind of icky. I made them sound ickier than they are, as they are. Uh, it's like black leather gloves coated in human bone mail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still very creepy. What are they about? And uh, you cast the Identify spell, and you identify them as being called the Grip of Dendolin. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. uh-oh. And um, the description you get from your card, these black leather and human bone chain gloves spread sickness and decay to the things they touch. While wearing the gloves, your unarmed strikes deal necrotic damage as you can roll a d6 in place of the normal damage of your unarmed strikes. This damage is maximized if you hit a plant or a plant-like creature. In addition... You can use the gloves to cast the following spells with a high spell save DC of 16 and attack bonus of plus 8, Blight, Contagion, or Vampiric Touch. All cast at a touch range. Jesus. Oh, those sound pretty bad. Does it have a little skull in the corner of the card? Oh, absolutely it's got a little skull in the corner of the card. Does the flavor text imply that it would destroy my hands? Flavor text hasn't fully popped up yet. All you got was, the sickness would spread. It couldn't be helped. Dendolin's influence, and then you run out of space. I see. Yeah, these are, uh, these are some dangerous gloves. What do they do? Well, they're, uh, they're Dendolin's gloves, so I assume they destroy your hands, but they do do some pretty cool stuff, if I'm being honest. Just give them a car the whole set, then? Yeah, right? yeah. Is that the, what we're thinking? I don't know that that's a great idea. In fact, I think it's rather a bad one. Yeah, I would not yeah. risk it. But I, I will relay all that information to the, to the party. Uh... Hey, Austin, your gloves are cursed. Oh, that's no good. No, it's not. I'll just add them to the cursed pile. You have a cursed pile? You know what? You don't? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> hey, um... I think maybe we should... What else is in the cursed pile? Um, I got this uh, patchwork shirt. I got this lone eyeball I keep in a jar. It's real aggressive. Um, what is there? Just a toenail? Wait, you brought up the patchwork shirt earlier. You're just tossing us items that you know are cursed? Real talk, real talk. Any gold filigree in there? Uh, let me look. Starts rummaging through there. Oh, good idea. Nothing I see. Got a golden dong. Is it the... Is, does it have the... Pattern? No, not even a little filigree. Okay. Just a, okay. It just looks like a vibrator. It's not even magic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gold paint. Yeah. Nice. It's not even real gold. This thing's scary. It's like too big. It hums with power. Hits a switch. Mm. <laughs> I've seen so many more penises than I wanted to today. Hold the switch. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> hey, I have something that's weird. I pull out <laughs> three matches. 
(laughs) Have you ever seen anything like this before? (laughs) Oh, what do those do? So here's the thing. When you strike them on something rough, they start on fire. Uh, It's just a little fire, but it's like to light a candle or a lantern or something. And it's just really fast. The problem is I don't want to show you because I only have three of them. Hmm. Neat. I don't think they're magic. I think they're science. It sounds pretty odd to me. Would you be willing to trade anything for them? Well, uh, I got this. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, did you have anything in the way of, say, a, a sort of protective item? Like something you would wear that would create a, uh, I don't know, a, a warding around oneself? No. Fair enough. But I do have this hat. And it's mm. just a helmet. <laughs> Ren, if you can find me two a matching set of platinum rings, each worth 50 gold, I can give you what you need. I'll look over at you quizzically. Is it what he's doing? Is it just going to be armor? No. Okay, good. Why would I? How could I make armor out of rings? You tell me. So you're saying I can start these on fire just by rubbing them? Uh, pretty much, yeah. You got to rub them kind of hard and fast, but just once. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. But disposable. Fifty gold each. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. So you're going to sell three matchsticks? Yes. For what would amount to, in today's money, more than $150. Rin, you were asking for, that was something to protect yourself, right? Yes, which I was told, eh, you got anything? She offers a hat, she says, but it's a helmet. Right. And then she's still got that patchwork shirt laying there. Now this helmet that I'm looking at, does this look like it's just a regular ass helmet? It really does, yeah. I mean, Makara can plainly see that it's at least a little magic, but... Like, you just, I don't anything to protect me with? Like, oh, well, just take off the leather hat and put on a piece of metal. Well, but I don't know. Can I see if it fits? The hat. Well, Rin's sitting there hemming and hawing. I just put it on and see if it fits. Yeah, it fits. Does it feel good? I mean, it feels as good as a helmet does. Does it look cool? No. (laughs) I'll take it off. Give it back. (laughs) It's a little lame compared to mine. I guess I don't know that Makara's doing a detect magic thing, huh? Um, What do you need to look up to decide if you want a helmet or not? I want to look up to see if I can fucking tell it it's magic. You can't. Cast detect magic. Yeah, cast detect magic. I would have to do so as a ritual. Cast it, you coward. I'll cast it. Ask Makara, you coward. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that she's got detect magic up. She just did it. It was a covert thing. She just got components. I suppose. We probably would have seen Makar casting it, huh? Yeah, I whipped out the mortar and pestle, dude. Yeah. That's a good point. She rubbed the magic mud in her eyes. I'm going to kind of look at her and look at the helmet and be like, you want to, do you mind if, can you, what's it do? Vaguely. Vaguely. It protects your head. Yeah. See? It throws a rock at it, just bounces off. Plink. I'll narrow my eyes at Makar. What kind of magic does it do, though? Oh, you know, the good shit, the reason I would buy it. Well, let me look a little bit. What school of magic is this sucker? Divination magic, in that their helmet. Rin, it's divination. Ooh. Lady Ula, just identify it. Yeah, gonna have to just identify it. Unless you've got to identify it. You don't know specifically what it does, do you? Oh, God, not even the slightest clue. It's pearl's just out. neat. The pearl is out. I'm doing the thing. Okay. Yeah, Thank- so we got ten minutes to kill. Yeah, yeah, Austin, thanks for letting him find all your stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once I see Rin sit down and start to identify, I just 
go sit on the edge of the boat. Like, I, this is going to take another 40 minutes. I'm out. Why does he erase the chalk circle every time? <laughs> <laughs> it would be rude to leave it. You're busy. <laughs> yes. Yes, and now I have to start all over again. Yep. Wrecked. <laughs> Do I roll for concentration He's to like see 23. how long we have to bullshit? <laughs> He's like 23, 24. I'm like, 17. It's like 18. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> for all of the... Uh, the long moments when Brad is just thinking, we just need to insert like clock ticking sounds. <laughs> <laughs> the gentle whirring of gears. So, what amount of these coins will get you to give me those bees? No, 50 of them. Okay. Just exchanges. If I have enough. I'm sure you do. Damn, that's like a match. <laughs> <laughs> Measuring all wealth by matches now. 5,000 gold, that's like. A hundred matches. <laughs> okay, I'll give 50 gold. Okay. I'll, I'm starting a pile in front of Rin. <laughs> of counting out your coins one at a time as you were wont to do? No, of identify this shit item pile. Oh, God. Uh, maybe we should find our cabin. Wrecked. Is there uh, anything else you guys want to shop for? Not at the moment. Okay, you guys might not see me again for a while once we split up. I, um... Save? <laughs> I mean, I'm hitting triangle and the menu's not opening. Is there, so. safe, is there a save point? Yeah, that's more than mildly ominous. I was being an RPG character. <laughs> yeah. If you go ahead, you might not be able to come back. You'll want to make sure you're prepared. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, 10 minutes have gone by. That's a helm of comprehend languages. It does exactly what it sounds like. It does what it says on the tin. Um, how much for the hat? The metal hat. Oh, yeah, I didn't even consider the pricing. One second. It's just turning pages slowly. Is there anything else of interest, like, while she's doing that? You notice that uh, she hasn't really pointed this thing out to you yet, but in a glass case that she has in there, there is just, like, a bright orb that you can see, like, the outline of behind, like, a black curtain. Like, it's well tucked away back there, but there's, like, light coming from behind a black curtain. You can see the wind blow by like it's a glass case. Hey, Austin, after you're done with that, I want whatever that is. Oh, that thing is very interesting. One second, I'm, uh... I know. Take your time. That helmet, that is, uh, 200 gold. Done and done. All right. I guess the theme of it actually would look good with the cloak of the manta ray, since it kind of looks... I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's got some... <laughs> it makes got you some... look like a fucking doofus. Yeah. <laughs> it goes it's, over it's your got eyes. Some, yeah, it's got a face cover at, at, that's got angles, but it would look good with the cloak of the manta ray, which has a manta ray tail and shit. But um, using that uh, helmet, you can cast Comprehend Languages at will. At will, you say? That's handy. At will. Yeah, I'm super fine with that. I might even uh, might even try and wear my hat on top of it to look like even more of a dipshit. It, it really looks super funny. <laughs> wow, Done Rin, and that's... done. That's a new look. Rin, you need a bigger hat for your second hat. It doesn't feel real good on the metal, does it? Do you need to always wear the hat? I just, I just bought the hat. It looks so nice. He look, really did just buy He literally just bought that new hat. Look, man, I'm just going to give you a heads up. As someone who wears a helmet, it gets, it gets sweaty. I'll I take mean, the hat and put it in the bag. I mean, you wear hats, so you probably get a little, but helmets like triple the sweat of a hat. All right, that last thing up there. And she pulls it down and shows it to you, and it's just like a light orb. Yep, that. All right, this thing. Yeah, I just found it out in the middle of a field after a after a comet shower. Yeah, I don't know what it is or anything about it. It's very foreign to me, but I think I could part with it for 10,000 gold. 10,000? 
I don't think I have 10,000. Oh, okay. Let me count. No. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> 10,000, 3,000. All right. That's all the copper. <laughs> I mean, I do have this note that's good at an Alaritian bank. Oh. You wouldn't be able to give me change, of course, but straight up trade. Oh, yes. Yeah, let me see. Let me see. And she uh, grabs the note and looks it over. No, yeah, yeah. Easy, yeah. I'll take that. You can have the item. I just oh. pulled, I just did Rin's move. Oh, yeah, I know, 100%. Oh, but... After, after being the one that was angry about it, maybe working. <laughs> uh, trying to decide if I can let this injustice stand. What? Do you think she knows, Alex? Do you think she knows that Alari is a zombie apocalypse wasteland right now? I mean, I definitely saw some weird stuff about Alaride written in the sky a few days ago, but I'm sure they have money still. Well, here's a, here's an interesting thing, though. These notes are about to get real, real rare. We maybe have the last four in existence, potentially. If anything, that's uh, we shook on it already. Yeah, we've already shaken on it, but you're you're making me worried about uh, my confidence in exchanging this. All right, fine. Anywhere affiliated with the Alaritian Bank is what they told me. Yeah, okay. Uh, as you read. Yeah. Plus, we are opening up trade with all sorts of areas. Oh, cool. Yeah, we've already got agreements struck with taste. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I remember. Sorry, it's a boost. Tease. Tease. Is she on the boat with us? Yeah. You guys are on a barge or whatever, and you're traveling across the lake, and you guys are getting close to the other side. I was just going to mark down what this thing uh, did for Alex. He uh, is not yet... Aware of anything it does, but I need to at least get the card written. Feels so okay. dirty. Feels so dirty to just let her be oblivious <laughs> of the true. Hey, I'm not promising her money. <laughs> if anything, it'll be an oddity in the future. I'm trading her. Yeah, she I might said be trade. That's the point that I was trying to make, hoping that she would see it as an upside. And when she didn't, I was like, fuck, I'm not going to get that book, am I? All right. Come That's here, fine. whatever you are. And I'll grab. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh... It's a decently sized orb of light. I mean, it will comfortably fit away in like a pouch or something, but uh, it feels cool. It's a little warm. This smooth egg-shaped crystal is about six. So is it cool or warm? <laughs> Bitch. <It's neat. laughs> I was, Bitch. Cody I was made the, the same face as me. I was like making a face after you said that. Cody like looked up like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's, it's awesome and warm. Oh. Yeah. You fucking, come on, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, description here because it looks, it, it's a nice description. This smooth egg-shaped crystal is about six inches tall and sheds an otherworldly bright light out 20 feet and dim light for an additional 20 feet. You can, as you've already discovered, you can touch the crystal and mentally control its brightness as a bonus action to enlarge, reduce, or snuff the light. The rest you'll have to figure out or have it be identified. Oh, cool. I'll put it in the pile. Yeah, I definitely ooh and ah at it. Put <laughs> in the fucking pile. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Seraph. I left. Where did that boy go? Uh, I think he's over there sulking. Yeah, you'll see. I'm just sitting feet hanging off the boat. I got tired of watching Ren identify everything ritually, so I just wandered off. I'll walk over to Seraph. Seraph. Yes? I uh, I owe you some coins. Oh, yes, for the rope. I wasn't going to bring it up. No, it's a... Uh, I'll just give you... How much was it again? Fifteen. Fifteen. Ten gold for fifty feet of silk rope. Okay. Usually, this is what it costs. Thank you. I, I wasn't going to bother with it. Does Ren have more stuff in his pile? I look back and see the pile's grown. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I think they have food on a stick. Oh, I hope. Let's go look. You guys look around, and uh, of course there's food on a stick. There's just like a guy with a little stand on wheels that he just rolls out onto the boat, and he's like arguing with the boat pilot, like, I paid you the five copper, come on. I want the uh, eel. Yeah, let's call it eel. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Eel. It's what? Uh, what <laughs> kind of eel? The kind you eat. I'll take one as well. It is horsecock right. eel. It's grilled, right? It's grilled, deep fat fried, and broiled. I don't give a shit as long. This can as be it's so cooked. dry. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything but batter in this? <laughs> <laughs> tempura, tempura. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a piece of string in the middle to give it the shape. <laughs> a little ball of rubber bands. <laughs> do I finish identifying the thing? And when I do so, is there wands laying about in this Austin oddity cart? I forgot what you were identifying. The orb? No. Yeah. Two things bee earrings and orb. The bee earrings and the orb. The orb first, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, you already had the bee earrings. That's a fair point. Bee so, um, the bee earrings, or the beerings. Fuck you. They are a pair of earrings that sometimes turn to bees. You just have to speak the command word, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> These bees do very little if nothing, but you can tell them what to do. All right. By speaking the command word to turn them back. Oh, God, the bees! Oh, they come back. <laughs> That's a shitty word because someone's going to get stabbed. <laughs> just mm. scream it and they'll be oh and they just flop to the ground in and the they just form. return to your ears oh can eat I'll relay that information to Makara and be like I, I mean I don't know when they'd be useful but what language is that what Nicholas Cage Nicholas Cage it's um an old dwarf oh, town. Do they, does yeah. it go off you speak and the earring starts go, oh god the bees they fall down and appear on your ears well that's how they work well, that's neat. Hey, where'd oh. you guys get that? Austin's oddities. No, the food. It's not good. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I think it's good. But it's on a stick. It's very dry. It's on a <laughs> stick. Can I have a bite? Yeah, you can have the rest. And I sand no, it the too. deep fried keeps it moist. Yeah, and then they broiled it. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. <laughs> oh, the guy's not good at his job, but he did charge you a silver for it. Oh, it's. it isn't very good. <laughs> I'll have the bull penis. And, it's like crunchy as hell does. and then suddenly rubbery. And the orb does... So in addition to what I had said previously, if you're within 60 feet of the crystal, you can speak its command word as an action to release a wave of bright light from the crystal. The wave of light washes over creatures within a 30-foot radius from the crystal, and it ignores half cover. Undead creatures and fiends affected by the wave of bright light must make a DC-16 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 8d6 radiant damage and is blinded until the end of your next turn. Fuck me. On a success, it takes half as much damage and is not blinded. Once this property of the crystal has been used, its light dims and cannot be used again until the next dawn. While the light is dimmed, it sheds bright light out to 10 feet and dim light out an additional 10 feet. What's it called? A sunstone? It's called the Fragment of Elder Starlight. Oh, that's cooler. So is, eat a dick. That's fucking good, dude. Yeah, like that's that's fantasy as fuck, that name, but all it's fantasy as fuck in a way that isn't cheesy. You know what I mean? Like legitimate it's a pretty cool name. The fragment of Elder Starlight. Um once we get to shore, I think we should head south and get to Opal as soon as possible. We were actually thinking we would 
stop at home. Um, it's a little out of the way. A little? Yeah, but, I mean, you saw what happened. Cedric's gotta get Pop-Pop's affairs in order. Yes, that makes sense, of course. Also, I mean, elephant in the room, we kinda need to make sure that our families are safe. Sable probably could have destroyed the entire town. Yes. Yes, I just, I've, I've refused to let that thought creep in, I suppose. You're right, we should head back. And if you guys look at the map, it's pretty much a straight shot west. All you have to do is ford the river. And it will be significantly shorter than traveling all the way through the country of Valacor. Anyways, you guys uh, get to the shore. Um, you get docked up. And uh, looking out, you see just like, for the first time in your lives, a well-maintained road. Like, it's nice cobblestone leading far to the south. It's got uh, wooden fences about knee-high bordering the uh, road itself. And at this little station where everyone gets off, there's tons of people offering rides, trying to sell horses, all sorts of stuff. We should get some horses. Agreed. Um, I'll walk up to the first person uh, that's selling horses, I guess. Horses uh, here! 100% much? real horse! Ooh. How much for four? <laughs> four 100% real horses? Yes. Well, just for you, I can give that away for 400 gold. Is that a good price? Do you often sell horses in bulk like this? No. How about we do it for 250 then? That's barely the price of two. Can well, I... then 300 How about that? Um, while he's haggling, can I, like, inspect the horses and see if they're good horses? Oh, these guys are just fucking nags. Oh. Just some nasty-ass, lame horses. I'll say, uh, uh, to try and help you, I'll say, I mean, they'll get us where we're going, but they're Probably. certainly not in good shape. What do you mean? They're here horse-bred horse. Yeah, just being a horse doesn't... That's not the only qualifications. What about a young, healthy horse? Oh, you're looking for a good horse. I thought that I mean, was assumed. For 100 gold, yeah. we are. <laughs> exactly. Fair. These guys just uh, pull plows and shit. Well, we're people with places to be. All right. Uh, good good war horse, then. War horse. War, war horse. Uh, just something fast. It doesn't have to be... Oh, racing horse, then. A riding horse, I think, would do just fine. Let me look at him. Okay. Yeah, he uh, leads you to someone else's stable. <laughs> He's like, see right there, 100% horse? Look at that big dick. Thanks. I'd rather not. Lots of dicks today. Yeah, that's three. All right, Um, who owns these horses then? Uh, Looks around. I guess I do. These aren't... And someone walks out of like a little house. Like, Get the fuck... Go! Be gone. Be out of here. Go away! Go sell your shitty horses to someone else. I'll kick dust at him while he's leaving. <laughs> he like scampers he off once he's lie. caught. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to lie. What's he gonna twirl Wait, his mustache? I'm pretty sure next? that horse's trough over there was full of cotton candy. Like, oh, it is. He has no idea what he's doing. It makes them go fast for a day, and then they die. Are they even his horses? Because oh, these aren't, and he was trying to sell us these. Oh yeah, no, those are his horses. He uh he breeds them himself, if you know what I mean. Oh. I hope that I don't. Well, they're all men, which makes it more awkward. <laughs> Your horses seem like healthy beasts. Oh, yes, of course. I uh, take care of horses. I know all about them. I uh, I even have a, I have, have a degree. <gasps> What's your favorite breed? <laughs> I'm a fan of an Arabian. That... Well, does Arabia exist in this world? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, worry don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm a fan of the Alaresian. Ah, I see. Um, we, we're getting harder to come by these days <laughs> we are uh, as I said to the man people with places to be so we need that kind of horse alright yeah uh, horse, tack, saddle four of them uh, feed for a week 350 gold 
Do you often sell four horses at a time? I often sell one horse multiple times a week. Wait, well, what? Look how quickly your just pay the man. Changing. Wait, are I'll we... just pay him. Yeah, I'll let's... pay him one fourth of whatever that was. <laughs> all right, here you go. Gives you everything you need. Oh, that was for all four. Yeah. Oh, fucking deal. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. That's that's the Wait. total price. I thought that was per. No. <laughs> no sorry, I, I'm sorry if I was ambiguous at all. I'm trotting my new horse around that other guy's fucking dull horses. Oh yeah, hop on my horse. You said it was three hundred and fifty. Yeah, total. So eighty-seven point five each. Okay. Actually, five silver. Actually, I want to pull a stunt, which is I'm gonna watch Cedric and whichever one he deems to be the one that he wants. I'm just gonna jump on it, <laughs> but then I'll quickly relinquish it and just pat him on the back. And yeah, there uh, you have you have a variety of horses to pick from. You can pick whatever kind of coloration coat pattern. Um, I guess nothing in like a pure black or pure white is around, but you got some painting options. I'll just get like a brown one. I don't give a shit. Hell yeah. I want one that looks like aggro. Sold. It's just black, right? He's a white With nose like a white and white star. Hose. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's not like pure black across the rest of it though. There's like a few white splotches. That's fine. And like a little red splotch on the chest. Yeah, I'm having oh, cool. a Clydesdale. I'm, I'm getting on the mega horse. Oh, that one, uh, not not for that price. You don't want this one if you're traveling far and fast. Yeah. Duh. It's a, it's a battle horse. It's not fast. Strong. It's huge. We Just like, yeah. if you want us to go there and then you can meet us there a day later, then that will be fine. You're not slow, are you? I'll pat him. <laughs> See? <laughs> slowly looks at you. <laughs> His name's Bub. Damn it, now I have to buy him. No, his name's Alfie, and he uh, he and I are friends. Okay, so that's your personal yeah, horse. Please don't take my horse. <laughs> What's this one's name? Uh, I've been calling her Emily. I'm not good at names. I've There's been so many horses. <laughs> not not <laughs> no, a I terrible horse name, to be honest. Well, I'm going to call mine Chanticleer, unless anyone has a problem with that. Oh, yeah, that's a good name. It's just what I was going to name mine. Uh, the <laughs> horse that I get is going to have, it's going to be like the light yellow kind that fades to... Uh, Black at the nose and hooves. Oh, Thunder Horse. Whatever those are. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Let's get it's riding. Like a, maybe, is it called a buckskin or some shit like that? I have no idea. I don't really know either. And we live in South Dakota, so it's likely that nobody really knows. Yeah. Uh, Makari, if you would. Would what? You know, your your catchphrase. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like, mm? Name him. Uh, I was thinking we ride. Oh, that's your other catchphrase. We ride. Both of them applied here. Yeah. <laughs> they really do yeah, name both. Your horse. Name him Thunder Horse. We ride. <laughs> um, how long to rest? Oh, rest? Yeah. No, if uh, you're taking the official sanctioned road, probably a week. If you're going the fast way, which not many people do, just because you know there's a whole forest in the way, maybe a day. Let's take the fast way. Yeah. Well. Will the horses be able to trek through there? It should be fine. I'm sure people have traveled through there before. You might find some trampled down patches of grass. Worst part would be the river, but you should be able to find a place shallow enough. And if not, you look like you're the kind of person who carries at least 100 feet of rope. <laughs> Based on the 100 feet of rope on your person that I can see. <laughs> I only have 50 feet of rope, thanks. I gave the other 50 to Cedric. Yeah, you um, got it. Collectively. Sure. If that's what we want to do. What time of day is it right now, Mike? The time of day, you guys set off on that ferry around like midday. It's probably like equivalent to 2 p.m. Okay. 
Um, ride till dark, make camp, and we'll finish it the rest tomorrow. Sure. I hardly agree. You hardly agree? Heartily. Oh. Excuse no, me. I, I heard hardly as well. I also heard hardly. Is this just a forest or is this the fairy forest? No, it's just a forest. Okay. Yeah, the fairy forest is northwest of here. Fairy yes. forest is in the north of Dacker Crown. Oh, it's way off. Oh, yeah. You guys are in the heart of Valakor. Cool. All right. Well, Makara? We ride. Yeah. Cut in musical transition. <laughs> As you're riding away, just, it's cheaper to hire a peasant who has two halves of a coconut. I'm going to throw a dagger at that guy. He's dead now. <laughs> I just kill some guy. He's away. gone. <laughs> Your bad jokes will trouble no one anymore, fool. <laughs> Let the nags free. But, uh, yeah, you guys travel, and it's pretty quick. Like, you very quickly find a uh, a walked path. It's like had some traffic to and fro and cut through the forest pretty quickly. And as it reaches dark, you get to the coast of the river. We should cross tonight. You could set camp here and then cross in the morning. I think I'd be fine with either. After all, Cedric can see in the dark now. Oh, yeah, Cedric. Oh, oh. It's up to you. <laughs> Slap the goggles on. <laughs> yeah, we're at a... Our vote's at a gridlock. I mean, we can go if that's what you want. Can the whole... Yeah, let's go. I was just thinking if it, in the light we could find a place shallow enough for the horses to tread. Oh, I figured that they would just swim. He said there might be places shallow enough to walk, though, so it's not that deep. Perhaps we try to follow the trail and actually and kind of come around to that being easier in the morning. Okay. Sure. I briefly look at the anatomy of a horse and think about if it would be able to wear these goggles, but I don't try it. <laughs> <laughs> just freak the horse the fuck out. Wait, horses' eyes are on, like, the sides of their heads, so it yeah. would just be, like, two goggle things on the on its forehead, basically. And just a band across its eyes so it can't <laughs> see. Never mind. Should we go north up the river or south, what do you think? With the floor against? Which, uh, whichever way is towards the uh, sanctioned road, I imagine. That way, if we fail, we at least wind up on the sanctioned road and we can cross the river there. I don't uh, know where that is. Oh, very far, by the sound of things. Yes, I'm saying I don't know which way that is. Well, if we wait until daytime, we can probably find a shallow spot. I say we plan like a an angle with the current, so it's pushing us along our way. Yeah. How fast is it going? Not super fast here. Just a uh, river's pace. Is it dark or is it light? It is dusk. All right. We can try to cross right now, but I think we, we make up our minds now. All right, let's I'm go. I'm going to go stand on the water. All right. You is it so. carrying me away or am I like in place? How does this work? You're watching the water move underneath you, and you're uh, not being moved at all. Okay. Oh, I forgot about that. Well, then I'm going to <laughs> grab my horse by the like reins and like kind of help pull it. Okay. Make a handle animal check. Okay. It should be pretty okay with you leading it, given that it's a horse. Fuck. But uh, you punched your microphone. Fuck. <laughs> Ten and four. Fourteen. Goes pretty well. You hit a bit of a deeper spot at the middle that the horse wasn't fully ready for, but it swims. It kind of drifts a little bit, but you're helping it. helping it keep. Is Makara walking in the water or on the water? Like on, on it. Nice. So you're like crouching down and pulling. <laughs> but uh, after a good amount of effort, you'll be able to get to the other side. I, I don't imagine these guys are going to stand and watch you walk the whole no, I'd way. Follow, I'd follow her. <laughs> yeah. her. I'd, I'd toss some of my stuff up on the horse and then lead it. I'd do the same. i just wade. 
It does get pretty deep, and like you guys will hit a point where you have to swim. Oh, once I get there, I'll go back for them to help the weakest link, Rin. To oh, he's undoubtedly, got, he's got <laughs> fucking magic. Oh, he's got a manta ray, yeah, fucking thing. Uh, and I, I tell that, and you're wearing plate. I no, I'm gonna take that off. I I just hate saying it because it takes so long, but. Yeah, I would do that because it's smart. Yeah, you guys are going to take a bit and someone's going to help you get it all off. Got you, fam. I imagine that was the stuff you throw up on your horse. Doff yeah. that shit. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I'll throw the hood up on the Manta Ray cloak and just, I think that transforms from cloak format into like a, a sort of a fleshiness <laughs> that that has gills and just allows me to do the underwater breathing. Ugh. It's Ugh. insane looking at Rin with the hood up because it's going over his hat. Because I assume you're still wearing the hat over the helmet. No, I took that off. I'm okay. wearing the helmet, though, So, for sure. So it's just like the hood, you don't even see the crease between the hood and that dumb-looking helmet. Yeah, He it. just looks like a crazy Aquan. Well, I bet he looks cool with the, the hat and the helmet. Because it's a, just like a weird face mask. It'd be a bulgy, gross head, I think. <laughs> but uh, it's you look streamlined as fuck yeah. right now. Oh. Like, there isn't a single hair on your body. Neat. Fucking Ooh. Phelps. And uh, Phelps. Yeah, so you guys will lead them across. Make animal handling checks. Just make sure you don't completely terrify your little horse. Natural 20. Yes, please, Red Your dog. horse is just riding on you. <laughs> 18. 10. Okay. Yeah, not so bad. Uh, Cedric, you're struggling a bit, but Makara comes back to help you. As okay. she said, she was going to help the one who was struggling. Yep, I'll grab your horse's reins. And yeah, you guys all make it across. And then you know... It's officially night because there's the uh, stock wolf howl. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. And the cr- the creaking of crickets and, and all that good stuff. We need a fire. I sold all my matches. I just produce a flame in my hand. It's a cantrip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go oh, yeah. sulk around and take a look, just do a, a sweep like I usually do before we set up camp. Is there woods or anything? It's like lightly wooded. This is uh, like the edge of the area that the lumber mill and rest would go to for like cutting down wood and stuff. Okay. So you guys are pretty close, like within a couple of miles. I'm just looking around stupid with those goggles on. Like you can't see, but my eyes are like squinted and like nose scrunched up, mouth like halfway open. Like, is what it's like? Oh, wow. (laughs) And quietly to Makar is kind of like nudge her shoulder and look over at Cedric. She's like, is that what we look like when we do this? (laughs) (laughs) I'll pull out the mirror and hand it to you. (laughs) I'll take the hood off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know. Camp stuff. You were yeah. looking around, Seraph? Yeah, just see if there's anything out here. Oh, yeah. No, not really. It's a pretty regular stretch of land. I'll take first watch if anyone wants to go to sleep. While we're doing this resting, I think I'd like to take a look in a, in a book. It's not a reading rainbow. It's a dark, dark, evil thing. And I want to learn some spells from it. Oh, that uh, spell book? Yep, that's the one. All right. Um, you still have yet to have uh, been able to even decipher that spell scroll, so make your arcana check. Take a look. Yep. It's in a book. Evil spell book. Evil spell book. Evil lich spells. Evil bat in the sky. Motherfuck- I hope we don't all die. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a fucking nine. You can't Take understand how scientifically Gaius casts spells. How he casts spells. You fucking dumbass. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love I you, Rin. I never wanted to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get any of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so you spend all of your free time 
trying to decipher this spell scroll again. And you just don't get it. There's something about his method that you just can't grasp yet. It just won't fucking click for me. But you can see me practicing some spells as well. Or like meditating and doing magic training. Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, barring anything further, you guys uh, nod off for the night or do your meditation <laughs> for three-fourths of you. I think Seraph just lays there looking up in the sky and doesn't sleep at all. Seraph's a half-elf though, right? Half-elf sleep. Oh. In the middle of the night as you're laying there restless, you swear you see like a green streak across the sky, but it's just for a moment. Is it going towards rest? No, it's just shooting across the sky. I'll just lay there. I won't do anything. I won't tell anybody. Or I'll just fucking live with my truth. <laughs> Before you know it, the sun starts to come up and your friends start to kind of rouse. I'll get up and pretend that I've been up. Morning. Pretending like you slept. Yeah. I've done that move. The first thing that I do is I just stand up and start doing squats to like warm up. Do you do that thing like when you like when you stayed up all night, but you're trying to convince your mom that you didn't, and then you act like way too like t- morning tired? You're like, oh, well, <laughs> no, good morning. <laughs> I'm gonna act like I've been up for about an hour and just chilling. <laughs> I got tea going and stuff. Mm, Hell yeah. <gasps> And then I'll take the the necklace of prayer beads and I'll I'll cast greater restoration on myself to heal my curse. You feel better. Oh my god. The you, lines in my forehead are gone. <laughs> <sighs> you look down and you just see like a glowing green wound that you've had the whole time fade away. I could have just showed him that. <laughs> I didn't think of the imagery until right now. <laughs> I'll hand you a cup of tea and be like, you feeling better then? So much. Good. It's like, you felt so good, like, you just get, like, a joy boner. <laughs> you can't decide my boners for me. <laughs> You're right. You can't put those But it feels that apart. good that you could. Okay. I'll will it away. <laughs> no! <laughs> Constitution Not now, saving damn it! Throw. Wisdom saving throw, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, regular morning stuff. Unless you guys have anything you want to do, you guys can pack up and roll out. Super roll nice, out. boys. Roll out. Oh, back to the... Back to the road, I guess. Well, we're at the end of the lumber mill. We've been out here before. Well, me and Cedric would come out here as kids. That's true. We used to skip rocks on the river. The theater's on the opposite side of town. I don't know much about a lumber mill. (laughs) You were a carpenter and never went to the lumber mill. That's good to know. I used to be able to get like five skips. Let me see if I can find a good rock. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. And I'll try to skip a rock. Hmm, what kind of check would that be? Athletics? Athletics, probably. I would prefer athletics. He breaks the sound barrier and just kills some guy on the other side fishing. (laughs) I mean, it was a 21. (laughs) Pretty good. Yeah, you get like 10 skips. And a salmon. (laughs) Just fucking concuss a salmon. Fish stands up. Hey, this is my house. I'm swimming swimming here. here. (laughs) And you're like, a fish? Well, that was like exactly how you said that in the first fucking episode. <laughs> like the same cadence. Um, yeah, I'll do a little fist pump after skipping it that long or that far. Impressive. Hey, Makara, did you ever think of a better name for us? No. Okay. And I suppose you walk. Yeah, right. Pretty short trip. You guys were only a few miles out of town. And as you get closer to there, you can already see that there has been ruin here. 
There are multiple houses destroyed. You don't see anyone out in the streets like you used to. Is everyone dead? From a distance, all you can see is that there's no hustle and bustle. And multiple buildings are destroyed. I definitely pick up the pace. Yeah. 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 Once we get to, like, outside of town, like, you know, two, three hundred yards, I'd get off the horse and tie them up. I think we should walk. Unless you know how to fight on one of those. Not yet. I tried it once. Look, um, I figure we could all just head home. Yeah. Be back here in, like, an hour at the most. Yeah, Makar, you have to go the other way. Yeah, that's fine. One hour, we'll be here. Right. Okay. All right, break. I don't necessarily want to be alone, though. Do you want me to come with you? Yeah, I'm afraid. All right, we'll go in teams then. You two go. You live closest together. Hmm. Okay. Then me and Makar will go. Your house first, Makar? Whatever's closest. Let's go with yours. It's definitely not closest. (laughs) 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 My house is like... I'd say, Bob, if we're 400 yards away from town, my house is 408 yards away. (laughs) (laughs) Is it standing when we go by it? So, uh, yeah, like the house itself, it looks like it sustained some damage, but it's still there. You can plainly see the bookstore has been ravaged. Mm -hmm. What is it? Is there like blood or is there anything like that? Not a lot of blood or anything, like a few blood spots. Do we see people? Do we see what caused this? Uh, No corpses, no people you really see. We're, like, right fucking there, aren't we? Yeah. It looks like a ghost town. Yeah, it looks like a ghost town. And, uh, I don't know which group to stop off with first, so you guys decide. As Rin and I are walking, I'm sure you can hear me, I'm just literally whispering prayers, like, under my breath as we get closer. We're right by your house, so... I, is it just me and Makara now? In your group, yeah. I don't want to go back to my house, Makara. Okay. You stay here, I'll go in. Fine. Okay. Yeah, Makari, you walk up to the front door. You see that it is uh, tightly shut. You give it a try, and uh, it's clearly barricaded. So it's not locked, but it is barricaded. Yes. And seeing how the door frame appears to have been broken after you push it open a bit, you can see why it wouldn't be locked. I'm going to wild shape into a cat. Okay. They can fit literally anywhere, so you uh, you get in there. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> you said that it was... Open a little bit. Yep, exactly. (laughs) I'll go in. So you hop in there, and it's uh, dark. When I see you slip in, I'm going to go to the bookstore. Okay. We'll get to you in a sec, then. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. And yeah, Makar, you hop in there, and uh, you do see Seraph's mother sitting there in the kitchen, boiling some water, and she's just alone. And she uh, notices you walk in, and she like... Black cat. Yeah, she like recoils for a bit out of fear. And then relaxes after noticing that you're not, I assume, not looking like you're going to tear out her throat. No, I'm not going to tear out her throat. I'm going to go up the stairs, though. Okay. Is yeah. it a multi-floor? Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, so you just walk up the stairs and you hear her call out softly, like, what? Huh. Then yeah, you walk upstairs and there's a few options. There's a couple of bedrooms up here. You can turn left, you can turn right. Now, was there ever anybody else besides Seraph, his mom, my brother? Dad? My brother. You go to the brother's room. Yeah, you walk in there and uh, just an empty room. And then you uh, notice under the covers that there is a little boy there. Was your brother younger? My brother was older than I am. So there's a little boy there? Yeah, there's still a little boy there. I'll like walk up to him as a cat. You hop up there and uh, it's just a dead body of a child. 
I'll go to the next room. Okay. Yeah, you slip out and go to the next room, and this looks like the master bedroom, and it's empty. Okay. Any other rooms up here? No, that would be it for the uh, rooms upstairs. Just a couple of bedrooms. I'll go back down to the kitchen area where she is. Okay. Yeah, looks like uh, she's just shakily pouring out some tea. And in the best way that I can think of as to not startle her, I'm going to poof back into myself. Just... Holy... You're the clatter of uh, the metal hitting the ground. She, like, cries out as she gets some boiling water on herself. You know her name's Meryl. Uh, so, actually what I want to do is, as a cat, like, do a figure eight between her legs, and then a walk to the middle of the other room. And then when I poof, like, so she's not fucking holding teapot, if I can do that. That's going to be startling either way. Yeah, but I don't want her to dump her tea. Because <laughs> I want some of that tea. <laughs> the tea's been poured. The water is missing now. Okay, okay. When I poof back, I'm going to be in, like, a kneeling pose, so I'm not, like, huge, you know? Non-threatening. And then I'll say her name. Meryl. What, what, what are you doing here? Are you here to kill me? No, it's... It's me. Yes, it's you. It's... It's Makara from town. And I'll slowly walk up to her, offering her comfort. I'm going to hug her. She, uh... If she lets me. Yeah, she definitely pushes you away. It's just, uh... It's just me and little Seraph here. Just go. Just go. Go where? Out of here. What happened here? I, I don't know. It's... It's been a blur. You have to tell me what you know. Well, first my son died. Then my husband died. And then I've been locked in here and people were shouting a while ago and someone broke in and I hid and they left and I'm here. Did you see what they looked like? No. Is there anything that I can do for you? Just leave me alone. Show me the way out. She points to the door. The barricaded door? Yes. I'll remove the barricade. Yeah, you can step out and... After you step out, you hear it slam back into place. Yeah, it's just scraping wood on wood. Oh, can I have left her, like, some good berries and, and like, three gold? I suppose, yeah. I just, like, a little, like, a cloth-wrapped-up bundle. Okay. Before I leave. Sounds good. Now, he did not wait here. Yeah, Seraph went to the bookstore, which, uh... As you approach it, you see that it has had an entire wall broken out. Mm. Books and shelves litter the yeah. area next to it and just disheveled. Yeah, I'll just walk through it, just looking around, you know, reminiscing. I'll check the office and see how that looks. Yeah, and it's all literally exactly the same as you left it, like in the office and such, out in the, uh, you know, store part itself. Yeah. Does it's, it look like they ever opened up after? No, it doesn't. You walk back into that office, and in fact, you see your you know favorite book back in there. Yeah, I'll take that. Right on the chair where you left it. Probably. Yeah, I'll take it, and I'll just sit there, you know, for a while. That's all I'm going to do for a bit. Okay. What's going on in the world of Rin and Cedric? I, in a moment of selfishness, would probably steer us towards my house first. I'm fine with that. A, I think, I'm, I think Rin is fine with that, firstly, because it's like, we know something's going to be up there, and like... It's an it's something we got to address, and B, it's a few more moments of avoiding going and checking on his house. <laughs> like, Fair. I think he's he's kind of more grim and quiet than he usually is. And Cedric is kind of picking up pace as you're getting closer, until eventually, like just 
pretty much by the point point where he hits where he reaches the door he's pretty much like a dead sprint and kind of slams into it a little oh uh yeah about that oh so um once you see the house well you saw where the house was it is literally in splinters oh and spread out across the lot on which it was located uh oh I'll go investigate yeah and you uh run up and get closer and after a bit of your sprint that I'm sure you're in once you see that the house is missing. Yeah, he's like, no, 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 no. You uh, get close enough to see your grandmother just impaled on a javelin against one of the last remaining support poles that are standing. Let's add a kind of a yelp whimper. And if that wasn't enough, this asshole even made it so that she was undead and just sitting there writhing and growling upon seeing you. As Rin, like, catches up a few seconds later and, and kind of takes this sight in, and he could just, like, put a hand on Cedric's shoulder from behind and is like, I can... You don't have to do this. I can... Yes, I do. And I'll kind of pat you on the shoulder and kind of step back and let you. Yeah, I gotta go get her down. Yeah. Pull out the, the javelin and just toss it on the floor, take out the sword that she deserves to go by do the task yeah and then I'll pick up the the javelin and look at it then it uh, clearly was meant to be there for you to see as you just see a short note on there love Lord Sable I just snap it in half I'll do my best to comfort him but real life me isn't great at knowing what words would say one would say in this situation. Neither does so. Rin, probably. <laughs> yeah, neither does Rin, probably. Uh, you make a good point. So, yeah, I think it's more of just like a, I don't know, just physical presence, just like being there. He goes through a couple stages. At first, he's pretty quiet, and then it's like a sad anger. Like, he throws a little bit of a of a temper tantrum, probably like punch the, if there's even a wall left, and like throw the pieces of the javelin the part with the is the note was it like an actual paper note or was it like written on the javelin it was like carved onto the javelin okay yeah and then he just kind of crumples into a heap for like a minute or two and then eventually sort of composes himself and like all right let's um we can go to your place i suppose that is uh that is what's in order and yeah we'll uh we'll go there i think probably with a pretty decent haste yeah you guys uh make haste over towards Rin's home. Is there anything to be seen in town as we're like running through or is it just more of the same kind of like devastation and or barricaded buildings? Yeah. Okay. More of the same. No uh, bodies out in the street, minimal blood or anything like that. It's either a uh, building's ravaged or it isn't. And we'll get to Rin's house in a moment. Uh, Makara, what are you doing? I'm going to try and find where Seraph went. Okay. Oh, if I was that boy... Where would I go? I'm going to just try and decide where he went. Okay. Can't say I know if there's any kind of check or anything or if just Makara has a thought. The other place that he always was. I think it'd be Insight, but... Bookstore's Insight, I think. It's only like a block away. He meant Insight as yeah, in the check. Yeah, the oh, check skill. would be Insight into the mind of one Seraph Bartell. I mean, yeah, you can make a check. If you're letting me just know where he went, like, then I'll honestly, just accept it. It's it's pretty easy to know. Like, Seraph was in two places the entire time that you knew him. 
I'll go to the bookstore. Yeah, you walk over there and uh, you see the big hole. You walk through there. Then you see that uh, a door in the back is open and you hear just like a chair squeak and like a page turn. Because I imagine you're reading that book. Yeah. <laughs> or at least looking at it. I, yeah, it's just like a, it's a fantasy book that I've read like 30 times. That's all it is. It's about cars and, and voting. And... <laughs> <laughs> and a magical but deadly place known as Taco Bell. <laughs> play a game called Basketball. <laughs> it's a fantasal, fantasful place. How whimsical. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you uh, find Seraph enthralled in memories. Seraph. Hi, hmm. Makara. Yes, and I'll just close the book. Makara's visibly shaken. Are you all right? No. I, like, wipe some tears away. I'm sorry. What'd you find? Someone struggling. Well, who was there? Was someone there? Someone I once knew, but they don't know me anymore. Hmm. Well, they probably don't know me then. I never said bye, you know. Did you know that? They never knew I left. I mean, I'm sure they found out, but they didn't know I was going to. They woke up in the morning and the sun was gone. Four years later, he's still gone. I never sent a letter. Never did anything like that. Do you regret that? Depends on the day, I guess. Right now, yes, I would say so. Sir, if that's okay. Who was there? My brother's still alive. My mom? Meryl. Alright. We should get on to your home. Um, I'll put the book in my bag and I'll be like, it's your turn, I guess, to figure it out. I fear the worst. <sighs> yeah. I fear for the worst. Well, I guess it, it's better to know then, right? Yeah. Let's go then. Lead the way. And you guys set out towards Makara's home. And we'll move over to Rin and Cedric, who are just getting to Rin's home that he grew up in. Leah Donnell Manor or something. I don't know. We just called it, the, we called it the house on the hill Estate. because it was on top of the only hill. In fact, we think you built the hill to put a house on top they of it. They certainly built the hill. <laughs> the least of a long Estate. time. But um, yeah, you get there and a little bit of exterior damage and nothing that wasn't patched up. You can see that the house is barricaded and that there is movement inside. That's a, a heartening prospect, I think. And Rin will kind of run up and like knock at the front door. Right as you get to the front door, uh, one of the you see someone poke out of a window with a bow and arrow drawn directly pointed at you, mm-hmm. and you see on the other side a crossbow pointed right at you. Yeah, I'll, like rip off the helmet and like look through the things and like do a bow and come back up. Some hope <laughs> gleaming in my eyes. Yeah, you hear someone shout out, "Aldus, there's something you want to see," and then you hear uh, some grumbling and some heavy footsteps, and the door opens up, and you meet eyes with your father right away. Well, I, I should say. He's got a fresh eye patch on. Oh. It accents his peg leg quite well. I forget if he always had that. He did not. He did not. (laughs) Okay. Father, what happened here? Everyone is is gone. Come inside. Take a a load off. We can talk. Hmm. I kind of like nod and, yeah, follow those instructions. That's fine. Obviously bringing Cedric with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, he bows to you, Mr. Voss. Sir, I'll remove my helmet. And he already knows, and he, like, is immediately offering you, like, a hug. I'll take it. It's probably nice. It's very nice. And you guys, uh, they, they shut the door behind you. It just looks like members of the family and a few members of the community are holed up here. And uh, the door gets rebarricaded. You notice that. A couple of the uh, younger guys that you worked with in the past are maining, like, the watch. 
Then you guys uh, go back into the the dining room and sit down, and someone brings you out some tea. What a time it has been, but I'm glad to see you safe. And I, you, I uh, get the feeling that there's a lot of people that can't boast that anymore. I um, I can't help but feel at least a little bit responsible. Why would why would you feel that way? Well, if if you were attacked, as it as it looks like it. Maybe because we've made powerful enemies in our travels. We're out to do good, but, well, as you know, it always comes with a price. Well, so it would seem. You, uh, made one hell of an adversary. It was out of the blue one day, where a man showed up with a small force and was cutting down people left and right. Those people were getting right back up. How did he find out where we live? I don't know. You said he had a force with him. Is there anything that would identify them. Is there any way we could find them? The, uh, the men that walked with him, they were all... It's odd. It's as though they didn't need to see or to breathe or anything. Their helmets were fully enclosing. No, no eye holes, no air holes, nothing of the sort. It's a necromancer, I think, our, our opponent. Or at least he's in league with them, certainly. Alari, uh, has has been decimated. If not worse, that it's it's so an apocalypse has occurred up there. The undead are everywhere, loose from their bindings, They're running around mindlessly. Well, I uh, hope and pray at least that everywhere else has gotten appropriate notice. It was uh, one of the things we did on our way here, and part of our official duty, like like trying to that old kind of mindset of trying to impress your father's kind of kicking in. We're not like, complete yeah. fuck-ups. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry about everything. <laughs> Who is all left? A few families. They hold up here. Everyone else either managed to get away or got cut down. We can escort you to the capital. You'll find safety there. Well, uh, probably not a terrible idea. At the very least, we can have some walls. We are with uh, Seraph and Makara as well. Currently checking in we wasn't we weren't sure who was alive and who wasn't yeah sad thing that happened to the uh to your friend seraph's family what was that we had split up well as i'm sure was at least expected his father passed then unexpectedly his brother passed and uh ever since meryl's been locked away in her house she didn't answer when i knocked an entirely separate tragedy and you'll uh continue your conversation Let's see how uh, Makara and Seraph are doing as they uh, get closer to Makara's home, kind of in the outskirts. I don't know if I described my house before, but I think it's like, it like uses two old trees as like the pillars that's like built between them. Okay. That's that's pretty cool. In my mind, it's somehow, I imagined it very nature-y and, and hut-like and whatnot. So I think you may have described it before. Well, that's how it is now, <laughs> yeah. unless it's gone. So yeah, you uh, get up there, and it looks like the house hasn't even been scratched. It's barely even a, any footprints in the grass outside. And you get to the door, and I don't know if you knock or you just open it right up. I open it. Yeah. You open it right up, it swings wide open, and it looks like everything in there just disappeared. No damage, no scratches. It's just like it's all gone. Is this a good sign, Makara? I think it means, I think they've found a new house. Hmm. That's good then, right? It means they're safe, probably. I've got to find it. Did they leave anything in here, like a note? Or? 
Yeah, you're looking around and... Uh, Any markings? You do notice, uh, looks like a fairly vague trail. It's just uh, some you'd notice like a little arrow pointing down and then you see another arrow pointing you somewhere and you just follow the trail until you find a note that's like hidden in a little hole and like a squirrel runs out of it as you reach in. And it just says, we're safe, we left. Find us further north. And then on the back side of the note, you see a uh, P.S. Satyrs are pretty cool. <laughs> Hail Satyr! Still my best line in this whole fucking show, by the way. Yeah, you peaked. (laughs) Peaked in episode four. Peaked early. We can head to the fairy forest then. It's a few days, but... We can can search on our way back to Toos. All right. Let's take care of business first. Bam. Is there anything left here? A single oat cake. Do you want that? Do I remember your family by? It's probably pretty stale. No, that's for you. Thanks. I'll take it. I won't do it. I just, it's, I seems rude to not take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you. I fucking hated those things. <laughs> oh, the note says it's for you. <laughs> oh. Your mother was very nice. <sighs> I suppose we should head back into town. Oh, we should probably head to the horses. We said we'd meet back in an hour. Let's. All right. As we're going back through town, are there any, like, is there anything that we can take? As proof that this place once stood. Like the hand of the clock. Or something like that. Welcome to rest sign. (laughs) Not like a big sign, but something, you know, like a a trinket or something to remember it by. I grabbed that book, so. I was going to say, I think we could all certainly find our own totems. uh, If if there isn't one that... I want the hand of the city clock. Just like, uh, just take part of the sundial. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's not clockwork. Okay. Yeah, it's not clockwork. Um, Yeah, you. it's not very big, but you grab it and you just see the little inscription on the side. May all those who are wary find their rest here. That's a good town motto. And it was better before I said that. (laughs) 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 Yeah, do we hear anything about what happened to Makar's family from, I think it was Captain Aldous, Admiral Aldous? I don't know. Retired, whatever, Aldous. Poppy. From Pat Pat. And uh, and if not, maybe we just pop up at the uh, at the meeting place. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't really know. It all happened so fast that they just fortified their position and uh, did what they could to help those around. I figured we could probably tell him that um, we're gonna go meet with these guys, and they should start packing. Retired Captain Aldous nods and uh, waves his hand, and everyone starts uh, getting everything they need together. It definitely was Captain. I have Captain written down my nose. I should have checked them. (laughs) And yeah, you guys uh, all meet up at the horses, unless there's anything else. Seraph, I think that we should move everyone north. Either that or tell Paul. I don't know. I think we should talk with everyone when they get him. I don't think we should trust anyone in Opal. You probably make a good point. Who knows where we're from? I'm sure plenty of people could have figured it out. I don't think we kept it a secret. I've never said it. I honestly don't know. I've been all over this place, and I've been drunk in many a bar. I could have said it. Maybe we didn't need to say it. We don't know what Sable can do. Maybe he knows a lot more than we think already. I don't know. I think we should talk with the others, see who lives before we make any decisions. As they stroll up, why do you think Roderick couldn't enter the tower? He... He said they don't let me. He did enter the tower for our graduation, though. Okay. I think that was just a power play to scare us the first time. It worked. <laughs> I hope so. How was it? 
Well, there's there's some survivors that have fortified at my father's house. I think we should take them uh, somewhere with walls. It's fair. We spoke of taking them south to Opal. We're going there anyway. Hmm. Possibly. Um, Makara's family headed north, I think. Good. That's good. Yeah. I think we should resettle this town. With who? Who's left? I'd Not many, but enough for a community. In the future, perhaps. I don't think that's a good idea right now. It doesn't have walls, and who knows how far the undead will reach. No, no, no. I say we take them north. The fairy forest has its secrets. Somewhere well, that's not on the map. I think we should ask them. That's overall their decision to make, but... Walls didn't do a whole lot for Nonpareil. Well, that's where it started. As far as I know, there are no undead in Opel. It could be burned to the ground, for all we know. That's true. It's not like it's much safer here. Yeah. How's your family, Cedric? Gone. I think I'll kind of reach out and put a hand on Seraph's shoulder, too, and just be just say, I heard. I'm sorry. Yeah, mine's gone as well. That's not what we heard. But, yeah, all this said that... No, you, your mother. Oh, yeah. She could be alive. We checked. She wasn't. And I'll, like, look at Makara and then look at you guys. I searched the house. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. We should head back to your family's house. I need to dig a grave. All right, let's go. We'll get everyone ready and maybe leave tonight or hopefully leave in the morning. Very well. A non-agreement, yeah. As we're walking there, as we get past my house, I'm going to be like, um, I'll catch up. I've got to, I'm going to just take a look, one last look. I understand. And I'm going to cape of the Mount Bake to my bedroom. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a dead child in your bed. Hmm. I'll check and make sure he's dead and all that stuff. Like, okay, that's sad. Yeah, I've been, uh, Dead for at least a week. I'll take a look around. Is it my stuff or has the kid moved in, changed everything around? Everything else is the same. The only difference here is that there's a different body in the bed. Was the hair like the same color hair as his? I mean, black hair. Everyone's got black hair. Yeah. (laughs) Family's Italian. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Um, No, I'll walk around. I'll go check the master bedroom and see you. If everything's the same as it was. Yeah, you walk in there and uh, the only difference is the notable lack of your father. Although uh, he lay there long enough that there is an impression in the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll head downstairs. and Is my mom down there doing her thing? Yeah, she's just down there uh, drinking tea to a very low candle. Mm. Just shaking. Mom? She looks up, and you see a mixture of motions come across her as she uh, processes her grief, her anger. And she doesn't even say anything. She, like, throws her cup of tea at you. Yeah, I'll duck it or whatever. Or yeah. I, I wouldn't even duck it. I just let it hit me. Yeah. That's... You you left. You're gone. I'm, I am. I am. So is everyone else. You know that. And I'll just start walking towards her, like, arms open to give her a hug. She's, uh, definitely having none, and she's just kind of repeating the same stuff. Just, you killed us. You, I didn't. You left. Yeah, I'll just hug her. And then as she's, like, mumbling this stuff, I'll just say, I love you, you know. And she 
I'm sorry I never said goodbye. She does tighten her grasp around you and she replies the same. Yeah. And I'll say, um, and tell Dad I miss him. Goodbye, Mom. And I'll stab her in the stomach. Yeah. And she looks up for a moment, but even through the pain, it's... She understands. Yeah, and I'll say, I'll fix this, and I'll see you soon. And I'll just toss her to the ground. And I'll take her wedding ring. Okay. And I'll close her eyes, give her a kiss on the forehead, and then I'll start unbarricading the door. Okay. I'll head back to the group. Um, as we approach the, the cottage that I used to live in or what used to be it, I'll kind of go around to like the backyard and I mean, I just get on my hands and knees and just start digging with my hands. Okay. Um, weird flex. (laughs) I don't see a shovel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, you'll dig it. It'll take a while. Um, while you're doing that, I imagine someone's going to try to help or maybe something i'm helping yeah if i showed up i'd help too yeah and i would just be crying the whole time tears like blatantly rolling down my face helping him dig yeah me too i'm also crying i get the feeling that that's kind of like they need that catharsis of doing that so i'm not gonna go like try and find a shovel or something you know what i mean that'd be weird (laughs) (laughs) so i think i'm just gonna kind of go rally the the remaining folks and and see what's up. Yeah. They're all packed up and ready to go. They So they'll just follow and be ready. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, and one more thing. And I'll I'll unbuckle the uh, that, like family sword from my waist that I haven't been using because I have the nice adamantine one now anyway. This, uh, this belongs with you, Father. He takes it and clips it into his empty belt. As, uh, doesn't really have any other weapons around except for a little crossbow. So yeah, the uh, burial completes. You're able to get the hole deep enough. and I'll pick her up and... Place, place her in there and then I'll take the the locket that she wears and just remove it and look at it and it's the only it's a little uh, I guess you can't really take pictures <laughs> it would be a sketch of um, my dad and it's the only like version of him that I remember I would always ask her to look at it but I'll close it and, and tuck it away say a rite build a little cairn and light an incense and then bury her yeah. You notice that pretty much uh, all the survivors of the town is there with you at the end of that, and they all assist in the burial. After a, a, a moment of silence, it's it's less a moment, more a while. Captain Aldous, he uh, pats you on the shoulder and says, it's time for us to go, son. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The reason you build these is so you can come back. That's true. Hey, Cedric, I found it. Found what? Our name. The Remnants of Rest. I think that's fitting. Maybe, maybe after we figure out what's going on, I'm kind of addressing everyone at this point. Maybe this town can be once more. I hope so. How many people um, is he addressing with that, too? Is there quite a few folks here or not? Fourteen. Okay. Counting you. So we need to discuss where we're going. We were thinking, oh, Paul, that was suggested. Makar had said something about North. My family's found shelter in the cover of the fairy forest. Hmm. 
I tend to agree with Makar on this particular point. I've found that it seems that magic trumps big walls. I think somewhere off the map could could give us a fresh start. As much as I hate to say it, um, you were targeted probably because of us. I think somewhere where we don't go would be best. Sable knows we're going to a pole. He can't not. And if you, uh, I'm mostly talking to all this at this point. Um, with you alive, you're really one of the last people he has as a bargaining chip to hold over us. So I think we should hide all of you somewhere safe. We can't entirely trust everyone in Opal right now. Very well. While I uh, have to adjust uh, to a certain manner of living, it's living nonetheless. Rin did it. I just like touched him on the shoulder before I started to walk. I was like, you'd be really proud of him. He's done a good job. And I walk off. Plus, we can build you a house when we get back. Your boy has all the skills. Works for me. Well, lead the way, heroes. Hey, I'm Cody Lena. Thanks for listening to Super Dice Boys. If you have the time, please like, rate, subscribe to anything. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Every little bit helps, and I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you to Adrian Von Ziegler for providing the music for use during the podcast. The theme song itself is by me, Mike Rugg. And this has been Super Dice Boys. Goodbye. <laughs>